welcome to another episode of Puto Sikwate with Rari and Joanne. Yeah. For tonight, we have a very special episode. Today is still March, <laughs> so it's still <laughs> Women's Month. So, Jo, unse ato yeah. ang topic for tonight? Well, I think siguro lang from my end, siguro ganan lang ako i-highlight ang mga achievements of women both in you know the professional um, setting in politics in the entertainment industry you know the, those likes i think like broad lang siguro like highlights high points nice nice and since this is a very special episode ang um, naamigi pang invite turn friends from our circles <laughs> for also yes kanang leading um, um, figures in the legal field. Yes. Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> ko sa atong pag-introduce nila. No pressure. Okay, no pressure. Leading you, ba? Yes. So, atong first guest for tonight is our friend from UP and she's also already a lawyer. From the University mm-hmm. of San Carlos, Rainiel Attorney, Rainiel Kaga. Hi, Rain! Hi, Rain! Hey! Hey, Rain! So, Rain, hey, could, you, could you tell our viewers <laughs> a little bit about yourself? <laughs> like, just to give them an idea how, you know, how brilliant you are and how close we are. <laughs> Grabbing it's not pag oversell, but <laughs> ang tinod na part ko kita ato kay lawyer jud ko tinod na siya. <laughs> Sir ko na malakungan sa role of attorney, so that's one. But siguro in the field, I am still a newbie lawyer, so I am still dabbling on all practice areas like labor, litigation, commercial law. So I do a little bit of everything. And I have been friends with Rari and Atajo since time immemorial. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> Long-standing so friendship. Yes. Yeah. So, so the debate community especially, ito nag-start ang amo friendship. So Rainiel was actually my partner in PIDC, right? 2013. Mm-hmm. And VUDC or Reward. Yes, VUDC 2014 or V1. But yes, mas, para na ako mas memorable ang PIDC 2013 girl. Okay, you know, PIDC. Yeah, actually. Yes, that's true. Ito mag, well, ito mag-ice cream na sila. <laughs> mag-ice cream na silang koan, silang Leslie. Mag-ice cream na before sa round. Way <laughs> practice, practice. Sige. <laughs> Okay, okay, sige. So we digress. But our main topic for tonight, as we mentioned already, is about Women's Month. And since it's um, we want to talk about women, we want to explore the issue or the topic of women leadership or female leadership. Since especially now that we're coming up with the elections, the Philippine presidential elections, it's quite relevant for this month, as well as for this season in Philippine politics. So it's quite mm-hmm. um, timely that we're going to be talking about this, right? Right, Joe? Actually, yes. 
yep, very, very relevant. And I think this is one of the things that really spark our interest to pursue this episode. Um, aside that, aside from the fact that it's very tiny, but because, yeah, it circled mostly around that area. you know, why we should vote for a female president, at least for me, um, as a Lenny supporter, diba. So interesting niya nga topic. But go ahead, Ron. Like, how do you want to start this off? So for the previous episode, the disclaimer me na lani supporters ni Dere pero wana mo siya gi, you know, gi, gi promote sa previous episode. Sa kaning episode i promote na gid na mo siya nang lantaran wala nay pagduha-duha. Lantaran na nato siya friends. Dili kanta magkuan dere magpaka fake fake. That's true. Yeah. There's no good for Lenny. Lenny. No other better one but Lenny. Only Lenny. Yes. Alright, so, um, so for this episode, um, we decided, yeah, since this is a Women's Month podcast, I will take a back seat and ask the questions while my beautiful um, colleagues here um, will be answering very important questions about being a woman and fe- and about female leadership in this country or in general, right? So. Let me start off the night with this question. Where are we on female leadership? What is the status? So like, what's the perceptual understanding um, of people about the current climate of female leadership? Like, what's the general reception of people? And then it would be nice to hear some individual experiences from you in terms of how you've navigated through that climate or atmosphere. Do you want to start, Rain? All right. So, well, basically, we have to define first, like, what do you mean by leadership? Um, when we talk about, like, where are we in female leadership? Do we talk about um, leadership in multinational companies and big entities? Is it politics or what have you because and it's important to make these distinctions because you know there are specific nuances in these institutions for example in you know companies globally according to um according to the institute of women's leadership (laughs) um well, basically, in terms of like you know, company composition, globally, women occupy 24%, at least 24% of senior leadership positions. This means that they're at least vice president and above, and above and they hold CEO positions. But in terms of high top-level leadership, becoming a CEO, um, in the S&P 500, there's only 4% who are women's CEOs. So, I mean, the reason why we make these nuances is because it still says a lot about where we are as women. And, and to put it into even more context in the Philippines, for example, in our, in, our, in our Congress, in the 18th Congress, we only have seven out of 24, seven women, Seven female senators out of twenty-four seats, roughly, right? That's around one third, no. And um, 
in the House, there's only 65 female congresswomen out of 237 members. So, you know, like, it, it, it says a lot. So, you know, in terms of women leadership globally, Philippines is doing well. We are at the top of closing that gender gap and we recognize female leaders. But, you know, it's still difficult. Like, to penetrate these spaces, no matter how close the gap is. Right, Arejo? Yeah, I would I would agree. Like, I really like that you made the nuance, Banga. It matters which industry we're talking about because if we're, like, talking in corporate levels, obviously, we see a lot more leaders, female leaders on the ground. Like, it's easy to see it, but if, like, you just do an eyeball. But it's interesting that you put in the numbers as well. Um, in fact, I would say those numbers are really promising. If you really compare it in other countries, like, I would say in, in Asian countries, like I would say in the fields, I think we really have that more inclusive culture for female leaders. And there's really an effort there to retain female talents. But I would also echo your sentiment that even though I feel like it's it's easy to, for me lang ha, like in my experience working in the corporate industry for like, I'd say like almost eight years, um, there is, I've in my personal experience, there's less stigma about female getting into like managerial positions and, and stuff like that but when you go higher into the ladder obviously it's a very intense competition and sometimes if not most of the time your gender really plays a factor in getting into those top ranks and i think that's very evident um especially when you know when, when you're talking about like c-suite or executive roles and also in other areas like um, for example, in the politics, in, uh, in, in the politics, right? Like we don't see a lot of female presidents in, in, our, in our history. So that kind of speaks volume uh, um, again of like there's still that parang I would say like glass ceiling that we have to push through, um, break through, like what's stopping us from from you know pushing women to that boundary, like as as a as a as a population like what are our you know still inherent hesitations to have a female leader you know um like lead on a national level or something like that yeah it, I, I read somewhere at the women have already broken the glass ceiling but some mm-hmm. people have built a even higher yeah level. actually so, that's true on that point, Atejo, we have recognized that women have broken amazing glass ceilings. But uh-huh. yeah. there are even greater, more higher glass ceilings that we need to break to Actually. get somewhere. Right? That's so very you're, true. So you are that- just... Sorry, sorry, I was gonna say, like, I feel Ghani, like the moment we break through the first level, parang there's a greater stack <laughs> ahead of us, greater standards to like uphold. Like, I feel like when you're a female leader, it it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, aside from your competencies, like, you know, like 
I know you say mohang skills and everything. Like everything has to be taken into account. Like what other roles you have? Are you a mother? Are you a wife? Are you? Parang it's not. It's not just enough to be educated and to have the professional experience and acumen for the role. You have to be, you know, assessed all throughout as a female leader because someone would probably say like, yeah, she's a good leader, but you know, I question her attendance because she's a mother. Parang ganun. Like there's still like those kinds of conversations on the ground, like um, which normally you wouldn't have with a, a male leader. Like you wouldn't really question someone. Like you wouldn't really expect your, fem- uh, your male boss to be an absentee because he is a father, right? But when it comes to a mother leader, that becomes part of a factor there. So, yeah. Yeah, in gender studies, actually, we call that a multiple burdens of women. And, mm. and um, interesting. The, when you say multiple burdens, like even if you are already good in your career, you'll always question, have you given birth? You'll always question whether you've given mm-hmm. birth or you mm-hmm. take care of your children or um, are, you, are you good with your household? Yeah. It's not, it's never going to be enough for, for other people to question your skills. It's always mm-hmm. going to be, is there something more that you can offer to the table apart from who you are? Right, right. Yeah. I, I also noticed this in um even my mom, like when she looks at um female leaders, there there's always that dimension of looking at how they are as a parent or how they are mm-hmm. as a mother. So how yeah. did they how did they raise their children? How did they um build their family instead of like just focusing on the the her accomplishments as a leader? Or as, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. as a congressman, like, why does it matter that you have a broken family, for example, or you have True. a fail, failed marriage? Um, or you're widowed. Right. Does that, um, does that call into question your managerial skills? True. <laughs> like, what, why is that even relevant in the conversation about your competency? I think I would like to make a note there. Um, because one of the aspects of leadership is to really organize and the community, right? To move the community. I think, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things, Siguro, that draws us back against female leadership is, you know, given all the multiple roles she has, can this woman, you know, fulfill that role to her community? Parang mm-hmm. ganun. And we say yes, of course. Yeah, yes, right. Women can. Women can. Women can do it all. <laughs> yeah. And I that's have. The thing, eh. yeah, but that's the thing. Women, despite all the historic multiple burdens that have been placed systematically um, thrown over to women. Women have done it all. Women have become better mothers and have discovered better ways of taking care of their children. Women are occupying more leadership roles. And we see, you know, the Prime Minister of New Zealand becoming yes. an unmarried, unmarried 
woman who occupies the highest position in the land, who gives birth in the middle of her term, and still makes policies that are absolutely responsive to their situation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right. So, that's the one, like, so all this multiple burdens, women have thrown back to society's race and we've told, women, we've told everybody that we can actually do it. But, right. I don't so, know, maybe we have to unpack. Why is it that we need to do it, diba? Why did na, I mean, diba, if, if lalaki pa ni, you would be praised for doing bare minimum. I'm so sorry yes. to all the men. It's true. It's true. I did not hate you all. I did not hate men. But kung nalagibuhato na ako male counterparts, okay lagi siya. Pero ako, it's not enough. Yeah. There's Uh-oh. so much, ano no? There's so much pressure for women to, to be perfect. Like, to be perfect in everything, like, in every role that they should get. And all the more in a leadership role. Because it doesn't, to, to society, it doesn't come naturally to women. Dao, dao, right? And I really like what you said there that, you know, these burdens are systematically placed upon us. And knowing that we don't have a very supportive system, dude. Like, there are not enough for me, like laws or policies that support women for leadership roles, like allow them to have that flexibility to pursue a fulfilling career and also a personal life, diba? as mothers or as partners, as students, teachers, whatever. So, yeah, and I think, there, I think that's where the gap is, I would say, like more policy siguro i don't know rain like maybe you have a you have a different perspective or you or you have a more um elaborate perspective on that because you work in the legal industry but yeah well maybe maybe at it would be helpful to like put into a, like a specific context like abortion um mm-hmm. talk about abortion man good in the philippines what's legal is really just medical abortion meaning uh pagmamili na ka sa life so yes. Parent and a child. Like that's the extent that's allowed, right? Yes. But what is not taken into context is a choice True. by the person, right? And number one, the the people who make our laws don't understand how a female body works, right? True. Actually, like, ako, I have this great fear of. Um, expelling a child through my reproductive organs. It, it, it's an irrational fear I have. And then you're telling me that if I accidentally have, I accidentally, you know, become a mom at a time when I cannot, I don't have the option legally to, to terminate the pregnancy because my laws are outdated. Yeah. My laws that are supposed to protect me are still outdated. They're still thinking that I'm fulfilling my job as a mother. That's why we're outlawing abortion. You know, like there's no there's a disconnect between allowing women choices right now and the choices they actually have available. Mm-hmm. Um, so number two, um, I'm not 
lang good ha sa mga lalaki sa world. Pero talaga din yung kasabot good mo sa mag-period. Unsa mga nap. Unsa ka-stressful ang um, nakidaladala nga baby, di ba? So ka-stressful mag, ano, mag, uh, mag-breastfeed. And I think you should leave it to women to decide on these things. Because mm-hmm. nobody knows our bodies better, di ba? Right. So, the dominion that society and male standards have placed over women does not just cross a sphere on leadership roles, but to the extent of the choices we make on our own bodies. So I think we should change that. That's something that, you know, I'm looking forward to whoever our next lawmakers are, something that they can push, the back, Bro, something yeah, that I'm... they can they can advocate for. Um, last, for example, at the job, the, remember the long, long, long debate on reproductive health? Yeah. Um, as someone who, like, you know, needed birth control to control her acne and hormones. Yeah. Without you understanding that the purpose why I am getting birth control is because partly sa kanya ako kuspan. Yeah. Para makafunction ko as a person, de ba? Mm-hmm. Nga i-judge ko sa tanang tao nga nung ga birth control ko at like 20. Labad ako ganahan, ganahan ba ako mabaog. Um, Lahi bitaw siya o ko ano, stigma. Di ba? Kaya nga sakit kaya akong puson. Oo. Oh. Kaya akong puson forever. So, I mean, the, the way it's controlling our choice is something that should be addressed in next legislation. And I hope, you know, it, it, it reflects an overall acceptance of how we view our women and how we view their choices. It's the lack of ano po, Jane, kanang women education ba? Like, we think we know how women work. Like, like how you said, like, these people um, assume and make laws on our behalf, but not exactly, you know, for us, but what for, you know, what works for, for them. And it's very frustrating, especially at this time, na kanang freedom is so, like, it's not, uh, I would say, like, kanang an elusive concept na bitaw. Like, personal agency is such a high, high, a high commodity in our generation. And it's so frustrating when you think you're a free woman, but you're not actually as free as you think you are. Because still, the system works blindly for you bringing anaba in fact i think madonna quoted this sa usaniya ka kanang award speech nga a free woman is very different from a free man something like that because it's true we we can say we're both free but the system treats us very differently good in terms of our rights and our access to services so these are these are very important nuances to to raise good when we're talking about the women movement. So yeah. Yep. Um just to echo on the idea of policies, I really feel that there is some kind of hubris or arrogance for men to to think 
that we can create policies for women without first understanding their difficulties. Like, pinamayra kay siya nga, pinamayra kay siya nga thinking ba nga, we could just, yeah. um, we, ch- we could just assume that the difficulties of women are X, Y, and Z, and therefore we yeah. will create these solutions. Um, siguro, on our perspective, it, pay, it really pays to listen and understand and be educated if you really want to support and make, create policies. But I feel like the first important step is to bring women on the table, on the, on the policymaking table, or even make them the leaders or make them the drivers yeah. of these policymaking bodies. So I also have a curious question there um, related to that. I think it's just a cor- corollary um, uh, question. Like, are there women who have internalized misogyny? Talks about and we talked about like how men are very arrogant for creating policies that are anti-women and not really thinking about um, the welfare of women, right? Um, mm-hmm. But there is an assumption there that automatically, if you put women in places of power or in policy-making bodies, it will be automatically for um, for the welfare of women, right? But do you think that there are also women who have internalized misogyny or those women who are also sexist in favor of men or, you know, like women who are also putting down other women or they think... Purposely, oh, okay. Yeah, think that women are, are weaker compared to men, things like that. At the job first. <laughs> yeah so actually listen siya it, like it, I maglisod ko og draw og any like case about it that I know of but there are certainly you know um what do you call this like casual situations where internalized misogyny do manifest you know like I wouldn't know like on the high ground like you know, poly, female policymakers making policies that are, you know, backward towards the female movement. I wouldn't know that. But I think there are, like in, in smaller incidents, nga kanang, there, are actually, there are actually instances wherein, you know, um, women in powerful positions want to protect their, the, muragang, ilahang effort to get there ba? And they see any women below them as competition. And instead of yeah. you know, pushing forward the barrier and bringing them along, um, they actually are counterproductive to that cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, Ate Jo, ang, ang biggest 
ano no, ang most basic example ana is Hillary Clinton because mm. um while the Hillary Clinton is a woman she is a woman of substance she's well educated but a long commentary about her is that she acts like a man she's mm. strong-willed she shouts she exerts so much effort to command her presence another reason maybe why we a lot of people not we but a lot of people idolize sarodotherapy because she demonstrates a lot yeah. of male qualities like yeah like astig siya may tattoo siya short-haired as she can manumbag siya o polis kanang that level of display of strength yeah. it's still something that we see and that's the only time that we admire women when we see such display of strength so can um if even if these are women leaders they don't often ascribe Um, traditionally, they, they don't typically fit like a woman. I'm not saying that there should be a definition of what a woman is, but um, the the qualities they have exuded or exhibited are those that have been traditionally ascribed to males. And that's yeah. the reason why it's easier for society to accept them. Mm-hmm. On that note, I just wanted to share like a really personal experience because uh when is because Eva ever when my mom hears this she knows I'm so scared of her like I have a really tough mom like she's very she's very strict she's very strong I've I rarely seen her cry so when I was gonna go into the workforce I was so resolved at the job that I was never gonna have a female boss because I was so afraid that Um, she would demand so much from me simply right. because she has achieved so much, diba? Mm-hmm. That's why I opted for um, firms or like bosses that were male because mm-hmm. kaya bitaw ama charm na ko sila in my in my head ama ma charm na ko sila yeah um and the kind ka ayun tasks bitaw nga gidawat na ko because I also thought that that was how I was supposed to act. For example, ipadala ko to negotiate a land or a property tungod kay babae ko and soft-spoken ko. And mas madali makonvince sa dili hostile sa ako ang male landowner. So, gidawat na ko na siya ng role tungod kay I really thought that was my job. Diba? That was my worth as a woman. Like, I had to exploit all my women qualities to get the job done. And then I moved to a firm. And in my firm, like um there are 50 lawyers. At least 35 are female. The majority male. Mm-hmm. Um there are 16 partners, parang five lang ata ang male. And that that to na kakitag difference ba na hala I do not need a bigger voice. I did not need a bigger voice. 
I did not need to shout command and attention. But I simply had to be good. I simply had to be on point about to, to be recognized or to understood to to have a seat at the table. So that's the word in my experience in such a male dominated profession like lawyering to have these spaces for women to that the spaces are created um you know spaces are created spaces for women are created very for the very purpose of letting women shine right. and until and unless women themselves take off that that internal internalized misogyny it's going to be hard to bring people up with you diba because diba as you mentioned rar yeah sure we bring women to the table but are they contributing meaningfully it's also True. a different question diba because maybe they are in that table but the table is hostile diba maybe they are in the table but Um, they are ascribed traditional roles, de right? So consciously make that space is something you know. It's it's a, it's a collective women consciousness too. It's not just simply bring them to the table. While it's a good start, again, it's it's not enough, especially with internalized misogynism. So, what is it? It's been quite a challenge, you know, to be young and female. I mean, this time, so an internal mis- internal misogyny does not help me at it, all. Yeah, it really. Ganang ko sa mohang pag contextualize rain because in a sense it's true. Like now that mm-hmm. you you talk about it, but no, it I feel like there are still limits to seeing female qualities as not leadery. Ganang Nigyapon sila ka ng promising ba? Like being, like what you said, like being soft-spoken. Like, they, they, it doesn't really connotes assertion or um, mm-hmm. it doesn't connote your your acumen as a, in your profession. So, naagyugyapon siya yung anak na ka ng morag stigma. Yeah, and, it's and if you wanna... True, true, Atadjo. And if you wanna like zoom it out on a larger scale... I mean, totally na totong selves. Ganong gatawgon man sila ni Uglugaw, di ba? Ganong ganong lutang man ang tawag siya. It's because hindi mo siya gasagit-sagit sa yung sorties good. Tinood mm, yun. Di ba? Malumanay siya ba? Di ba? It's, it's a gentle approach. It's mm. nurturing ba? And our response is lutang siya. Dili siya mo register, di siya mo register sa kanang sa normal nga tao nga. Pwede ni siya ma-leader even though soft iya hang demeanor. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. So so I what I'm getting from you is like the manner in which women speak are generally not ascribed to leadership roles. So Murag um I remember uh I remember a, a scene in The Iron Lady. Have you seen that movie? Um, mm. see, uh, Meryl Streep playing uh, Margaret Thatcher. Thatcher. She yeah. needed to modularize her voice or she needed to change her voice because her voice was screechy and parliament 
didn't want to listen to their housemaid when they when they debate. So mm-hmm. she need, when she ran for prime minister, she really needed to modulate her voice, like make it deeper. And therefore, it still goes towards this um, perception that for you to be a leader, for you to be at the seat of power, or for you to be on the table, you need to um, get into these traditionally male qualities to be patriarchal, to you know entrench the patriarchal um, systems yeah. that are in place, essentially. So I feel like Margaret Thatcher is a good example of a bad example of how Mm. <laughs> like 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 pushing forward the the feminine or the women's objective because I feel like a lot of her policies are very macho and um, patriarchal in nature. So yeah, what do you think about? Kwan Shadar, kanang parang ako very ano siya kanang tied kesa sa atong family dynamics, being family as our basic unit ba nga kanang how we model our dynamics at home essentially is how we model our said, engagement out beyond our homes and i think mo ani man good like para na ako ang mga mama gyud they're the best like they they run the ho- the homes they 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 you know take care of everything but dili siya mas seen as that because at the end of the day if we, if we look at the traditional setting it always is the papa or the father who makes the final decision on family matters like the big decisions because siya ang head of the household and right. si mama although she exhibits and executes a lot of her obligations and responsibilities at home she isn't really necessarily given that you know um stake to make big decisions unless papa can't make that decision for us diba murag na bigeng ana nga kuan yeah so there's also a reference um, so so i like making movie references if you, if you haven't noticed so there's also a movie um, reference here like when meryl streep um um did the role of uh, miranda priestly in devil wears prada yeah um when she was interviewed like why did you wait sorry nakita niyo na to no? <laughs> you, you've seen the movie of course right? multiple right. times <laughs> yes yeah. yep yep so <laughs> so when she was asked why did you make that kind of character like why did you choose that kind of voice so mm. so diba if you recall ang voice ni Miranda Priestly was very soft and yeah low in fact mm. you needed to lean in yes so that you could list she she could hear her speak and in yeah. fact according to her that makes it even more powerful Kay, more intimidating actually like it no it's not just intimidating it makes you lean in more so that you like you, you have to shut up so that you can listen to what she's saying because her voice is so, so low and soft instead of like which is the complete opposite of like traditional male manners of speaking right now bombastic and loud and you need to listen to me and like very um very uh, character but Miranda Priestley was like 
That's all. <laughs> so, can I, for you to be able, maligit to siya ang giingon gudi Meryl Streep when she was asked, why did you choose that kind of voice? Kay in Anna de Musulti si Clint Eastwood, which is he, he's an actor and a director. Ngamrag soft kaysa and for her, it's actually very effective for. Ikaw ba nga, naminaw ka sa director nga. Soft kayo voice. Kailangan mo, shut up yun ka. O maminaw ka niya tarong para makadungog kasi yung gisulti. So, so, in Anna, flip side siya ba sa like bombastic and loud way of speaking. Anyway, that's just a movie reference. Difficult yun. In terms of, in terms of kanang, even if just by simply command, I mean, the, the bottom line of all this is the, for women the way we speak and the manner of how we command the room we're already judged like we're mm-hmm. pre-judged at that moment and it absolutely does not help that we have internalized misogyny also you know like um, even before you speak you already have to consider whether people will listen because you're female. And that's it's tough. That's really tough, especially for young women who are educated, you know, who are looking for their place in the sun. True. Um, it's a struggle, Jude, when you first start out your career. Um, I also feel like there's kana good kanang murag added expectation around women. Ambut lang ha. In my experience, tampodni, like I feel like there's, um, there's a different set of metrics, and also like in like having um like trying to smooth out certain issues, for example, like internal issues with um your direct boss, for example, like siguro mo niya personal experience sa misogyny na like for example, mananghid ka you know you can't show up for work today because you're having your PMS. And I would expect that to be something uh, makasabot ang, you know, imong female boss. Kay, you know, she has that too. But sometimes, you know, in my experience, experience with ko before nga ka nang sa boss nga, you know, that's just period. Like, if I can, you know, go through, uh, kanang show up for work nga, kanang nakoy mga gipamati bati sa kung lawas while you know during pregnant siya or something like that or kanang gidugo pud siya then what's stopping you or something like that and it's very different when i have that conversation with a male boss or a male colleague although they do not seem to understand but more of it they take it like okay it's a female thing i get it i'll take it i'll take your word so napoy nga na nga situations actually Mugi na siya akong biggest fear at the joke. Kaya siya nga tough. Maunang may prefer yun ko o may prefer yun ko o um, male bosses. Okay, uh, ma-awkward ko sa talk ba nga. Ay, gilugo ka. Di ka musod. Oh, weak shit ka. Ano ba siya? Di ba? Naingalak yun. Diba? Nasha, actually, it happens. Murag, um, I think because these women, they kind of like put up to a lot of that kind of, I would say, injustices put sa ilang experience and they don't, like instead of like being 
you know, understanding and compassionate to you. Like, no, girl, di ka na ako i-baby. Huwag ako gi-baby. Di, di ka i-baby sad. Marging anak bitaw. Like, toughen up. Marging anak siya. And it's weird yeah. because... It's weird lang. It's para lang ako. It's weird lang because you would expect that they understand. Especially some moms, like single moms, nga ka nang mananghid sa ilang female boss na, um, you know, I need... Um, additional leaves na unpaid because nasakit akong anak, ana-ana. And then the conversation is very different. Like, you would expect nga makasabot but dili. So, it's ambot lang. Para nakuha na DJ, nagigihapon siya yung mga yung ana nga situations in in workspaces. Yeah, Hanan, hindi din ka ba nga oh, ano, pwede din na nga doon. <laughs> <laughs> Tumal na kinamon niya, ikaw. Diba? As in, wala na akong biggest fear. Yun. As in, wala na akong biggest, I don't want to have that conversation with my bosses ever. Wala na nili kong lalaki na boss kayo. Ngayon ko nga, sir, mag-check up ko karoon. Sugot man ang lalaki na boss dahil so wala may pangota na pero um, o babay, word. I'm always inherent fear. And then I realized na ko ba nga, Again, it's a, it's a, um, ano ba? It's a, it's a fear I create in my head mm. because it's an internal misogyny. I am, I have thought less of my female leaders, and I have mm. thought very little of their empathy, of their capacity to understand, the ba? Yeah. Also because it could be a good it could be a good point to kanamer give feedback po sa mong female boss right like I know it could have been tough for them to get to that position and they had to play their cards right to be less feminine to be admitted to that kind of position but it's okay like diba it's okay for you to be motherly to me yeah. I won't I yes. won't take it against you, right? Even though, yeah. you know, bye-bye ko. So, I'm not gonna, you know, talk shit about you. Ah, bati man to nga TLC, kuan, uy, si madam kay kanang, kuan kaayo. Diba kanang, it, it's, it's okay. Like, I think we should have that conversation or that dialogue between women who are in leadership position also within their subordinates na it's okay not to be that competitive anymore because you got there and you deserve it. Curious question for both of you. On balance, since you're, you were talking about like Rainiel opened the um, topic about her preferring male bosses, right? And sometimes it's an awkward situation. Um, it's more awkward to Ask your a female boss for a you know for a leave because of like female pains over um, like a male boss right because like there's uh, assuming you don't really understand and therefore mm-hmm. they're just gonna say ah, okay it's a female You're, thing they'll take your, your word thing. yeah uh, they, mm-hmm. they'll take your word for it okay so on balance. Do you prefer female leadership over male leadership? Like, if you had to choose, would you prefer male leadership or female leadership? For our, um, right now, I have appreciated um, women more 
because um where I'm from, uh, it's such a male. Like when I'm out my firm, when I'm out there, I've been called iha by dirty old men. I've been called a pretty girl or just a soft, soft, softy. But never have I felt, uh, I've never felt little in my firm where it's a lot of women, diba? And I, I mean, it, it takes a lot for people to recognize um, a simple contribution. And I think that women have a way of empathizing better with you so they understand your contributions even more. Yeah. So uh, for me, I ha- I'm starting, I've changed my mind and really looking into women leaders and realize this is how compassionate and great I want to be. So uh, it's a, it eventually became a role model for me. It, this is possible. This I can draw. How about you? Um, I'm not going to draw on my personal experiences because they varied. Good. I had such a very um, diverse experience put and it mattered which team I was able to work with, whether it was with you know Westerners or with, with Asian teams. dynamics like culturally. Um, it matters too. But makapreciate ko ni leaders who show feminine qualities like they're good listeners, they um empathetic, they are warm, they they're not very transactional like you know chika chika good ka, which is what I love put with female bosses because there is that you know in like by default there's that common ground between you like wala kayo barrier for me like in my experience with female bosses because like it's easy to talk to them about you know their struggles as women um with as as a wife as a as a partner as a sister so it's easy to you know really um create bonds um personal bonds within the workspace but i think in in this case for this this um for this question i would like to see more female leaders should um I would like to like it, I would like them to get used to being in that position and that's why I would want to you know see more or work more with female bosses because it's we need to get the numbers at a certain point I would say to, to normalize it ba um so yeah that's my take yeah it's it honestly Karun with all at the job I mean, I know you all can echo this. Isut kay mga itag boss, yun. And isut kay mga itag boss na, de ba? Without the gender in itself, uh, without factoring the gender, isut kay mga itag boss. And then you factor the gender, and it's even more hard, de ba? Because either you get like a female boss who expects too much from you, or you get a male boss who is only expects very little of you because you're, you're female. Yeah. So, you're female. I mean, the, the, the spectrum is intense and I don't know, I, I'm hoping na it's not just, it's not just, I'm hoping that it changes or it flips. Because for example, in the national, international level at the Jorar, kabantay mo nga, 
you're not getting like the same qualities in like Lenny Robredo and Sarah Duterte. You're getting um women uh two ends of the spectrum, diba? So true. And no, betono inood na. So muna siya. So listen case yeah, listen case siya nga dynamic wherever, diba? So una una na siya like <laughs> Or maybe kapoyang sa magnarubaho. Anyway. Pwede ko yun, actually. Maybe we're just ranting because we're burnt out. <laughs> it's, it's not about gender. It's about capitalism. <laughs> True. Ano ba? Wala talaga tayong cause dito. <laughs> conversation um, you, you you talked about I feel like um, there there is still a struggle regardless of whether you have a male or female boss in the workplace um, you feel like there is there are still barriers to understanding with a male boss as much as there is a, a barrier a barrier in understanding with a female boss. And although you feel like um, currently there are situations where male bosses feel more comfortable to talk to, um, you feel that on balance, we should have more female leaders in the workplace and everywhere, right? So, so as a closing um, question... Let's ask, should power be the goal in the first place? In like in this quest for um, equality, should power be the goal? Should we occupy spaces of power? Or are there other ways for us to meet the goals set um, by the United Nations in terms of increasing the, the gender development index? Um, um, is is it is it a good metric for us to use um, positions of power um, as our key performance indicator, for example? Or are there other ways for us to tackle this? Um, this is defense, me, Beth. Fully loaded, kisha nga question. Oh, nakan kisha gumatouch nga subtopics, rar. But kagets ko sa muham point. Yeah, yeah, me too. I understand. Parang ito na Um, it's about to matter. It's a systematic problem. Okay, that requires a systematic solution. And the question is, where do we start, diba? It's about be- beginning that ripple, diba? And I think that throughout the years great women like you know Simone de Beauvoir, Marie Curie have made such great historical contributions to uplifting 
women where we are right now. The thing is, um, as times change, our problems and our concerns also change. And, and we shouldn't be so obsessed with, you know, repeating history because it's not the same context anymore. True. And for me, and for me, this is where I tie back to Lenny. Lenny has, Lenny Robredo has not, you know, shied away from the spotlight. She could have Amen. the option. True, she has the option to just leave, you know, and be a normal citizen. But, but she's the out there. But she's out there alongside male presidential candidates. And he brings... For me, the reason why I'm voting for Len is because she brings my voice. And it tells me I don't need to speak louder. I only need to speak clearly. I do not need to dress like a man. I do not need to wear suits. I can wear pink and still be respected in the boardroom. It tells me that I can be the greatest mother ever and raise such amazing children. But at the same time, be an amazing lawyer um, to people who actually need it. So, um, it starts from like women catalysts like like Lenny Robredo, who, who will definitely uplift, who has women's interests at the forefront. And the reason why I'm voting for her, and I hope a lot of women also realize, is that she is me. She is me, and she represents me and the many opportunities I could have, me and the many spaces I could occupy. And I just hope, and basically, it's like some women catalysts like Larry Robredo's fearless. Starts from there. Power is a means, but it is not the end goal. End goal is that women are themselves. Women are free, even more free. But it starts with, you know, occupying power, just like Larry Robredo. They all agree. <laughs> yes. Pasay na sa thesis, friend. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Lenny na <laughs> for me. <laughs> Mamang yun niya ang tumong sa podcast. Actually, mawag yun um, siya. We have, like, nags- pasikot-sikot na tapro niya. Abot na yun taani. Vote for Lenny wow. Robredo. <laughs> Char-chara tong ganina, guys. Mo ni pinaka-critical nga part sa episode. <laughs> But yeah, diba? Now more than ever. Now more than ever. Yeah. Um, sa ako, uh, like, my point is really, I think we should still acknowledge that the game works that way. Like, there is still power play. You know, there's still politics involved. You have to play certain roles to, you know, up, um, appeal to certain groups of people. But hopefully, if we break through that, like, we get to um, have a president like Lenny, who's not your typical Bitaunga um, candidate, expected candidate. 
it speaks siguro of our um our maturity towards leadership and and the the and the roles women play at it i hope lang ha i'm really really hoping and i really love Rainiel's um sentiment around that nga yeah lenny represents most of us women who are not necessarily you know <laughs> very kanang boyish and stuff but we still get things done like we still get work done and and hopefully we we don't get boxed into just certain sets of qualities like male qualities in order to be truly qualified as a leader so yeah yeah definitely i mean we are lagging in survey so it's it might look helpless but We've been, you, Larry and I have been to Pasiglaban and and my God, the energy is amazing. But girl, ang bagong surveys. Kita naman sa bagong surveys? Wala pa. Ano result? Si Marcos from 60% to 38%. Ano yan? Si, uh, si, si Lenny from 19, uh, 16% to 24%. Girl. Amazing. There we are no, closing the gap. We are closing no. the gap. But it's a long way to go. It's a long, it's a long way, way to go. go. So, so, Napa yes. one month. Napa. Yes. Pwede pa na. Pwede pa na siya. But yeah, <laughs> crossing fingers good. I'm I'm very hopeful sa karunya election. Wala ko yung fear actually. Um, sa results. Yung ano, yes. confident. <laughs> <laughs> actually. Tinudana yung bitaw. Tinudana yung ano, confident. Look whether Lenny loses or wins because like the the rally showed that you know someone's rallying behind her and and there is there are people who will make people accountable. That's great. branding is community based like mm-hmm. you can really see it from the grassroots people are really showing up to volunteer last minute to make things work for yes. her without her asking for it that speaks a lot about the person's character even right. if we don't talk about gender like kana man lang diba i think it would have been a very different conversation siguro if if kanang lalaki siya, murag misyanik siya ug dating, pero maybe we're not used to the idea of God being a woman. That's why we kind of don't buy that that misyanik kanang murag image of her. But if you really look at it, naadyo siya yung anang equality. That's anyway. true. The, ultimately, ate jo, but the hope is women see more than themselves. Women feel better about themselves. And I'm guessing to, to the women who listen or listening that aren't voting for Len yet, I mean, isn't it about time that you bring you to positions of power through a candidate like Lenny? Um, one at a time. It's one day at a time. Eh? It starts again with Voting for Papa, the right people. Papa, may nawin ako akong mama, Annie Rain. Ganahan bigpo nga mo. We know siya, Annie. 
because di like mo gini nakapatrigger na ako kaysa last conversation na mo ni Ingon good siya nga di siya mabutar ni Lenny kay babae daw siya kung ma babae ka <laughs> baka nakalimot ka and oh, you're oh, also ka. Oh. Oh, you also are in a position of power so I don't see where you're coming from so hopefully diba? mo no, but there's hope there's always gonna be hope we are gonna we're gonna see through hope as we should, as we should. <laughs> yes, true. Um, to wrap this up, uh, uh, I just wanna. Is there about AJ Smith? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's a, it's a, good, really it's a very interesting topic. episode, but yeah, um, just wanted to say that, as a privileged male man, um. Privileged male man. Although Thank I'm gay and <laughs> I'm gay and I have, you know, I have stigmas and discrimination. I face a lot of discrimination every day. But I'm still male. I still I am still perceived as privileged, and I like open a lot of doors compared to to my female counterparts um, without a lot of effort. So I feel like us men need to be able to acknowledge that and see that Sean, if you're listening, <laughs> so, siguro, ito yung contribution namin dapat ng mga lalaki sa, sa fight for gender equality, basically, Aww. and fight for, like, like, women leadership to be in places of power is, I feel like, regardless of gender, the one of the few qualities I feel like is uniquely female is empathy and humility. So it's about being less arrogant and being um, and taking yourself out of your comfort zones. And that's what Lenny Robredo is showing that going to the ground, um, and community building is about that, listening to, to individual stories, getting out of the clouds, going on the ground, um, yeah. you know, Chinela's leadership, right? So if we want to have a truly female-led um, community, then we must start with female qualities like empathy and humility True. and I feel like even us men or males should also embody those qualities um, because I feel like at the end of the day empathy and humility are something that we should um, take up or emulate yeah. because Anyway. Thank you, Kayonar. Mm. Thank you for saying that you're privileged. Yeah, thank you, Because that means a lot, to be honest. <laughs> lang, that you check your privileges as a man from time to time. That matters. Exactly. No? It box. really helps our movement. Because it's not just about us fighting for ourselves. Um, it also has something to do with male leading these conversations. Right. Educating mm-hmm. their, their fellow men. About as an ally. Yes, marami din kaming dapat gawin hindi lang so so yeah i agree that women should talk to each other women should like reject all these male dominated um conversations or 
reject male-dominated um, language. Um, but us males, we also have a lot of things to do. Uh, and it starts with you know, taking a backseat and supporting women in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Letting yeah. them lead. Let them lead. Hello, uyan tama daw ng gitni sila ni Lani nagitni. Ayun. Okay, so I think we that's that was a good um, That was a very beautiful conversation. conversation right? Yeah. Thank you so much Rain for joining us. Thank yes, guys. thank you so much. It was much, such Rain. a pleasure good like to hear from you and to hear your like to to for you to contribute your insights to this very beautiful topic. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I mean, it's such a refreshing time. I'm not going to talk to laptop. <laughs> oh, good, no? At least we have After something. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk See you all very soon. Thank you, guys. Bye, Rain. Bye, Rain. Bye. Thank you, Rain, for hosting and leading this conversation. Bye, Sean. Special shout out. <laughs> we love you. Find love, Sean. <laughs>